What's going on, everybody? This is Molten's Mind and Body. I am your host, Jeff Molten. I'd like to welcome you back to the podcast. And if you're new, I appreciate you tuning in. So tonight, guys, we're going to be talking about nutrition again. The reason is, is I can't kind of say this enough, enough because of the amount of people that are asking me on a daily basis to figure out their nutrition, to help make meal plans, to make better choices for them, and to help structure them, uh, their meals on a daily basis, in a weekly basis, and so forth. Now, I think there's a lot of confusion because I think most people are trying to stay on a specific diet or they want to stay on a specific meal plan, uh, whether, again, we talked about this in the past, the ketos, the vegans, the carnivores, the high carb, the low carb, the paleo, whatever it may be. I think all these diets are fine. They can work for some people, but the majority of people, I think, need to learn how to track their own food, figure out what foods work best for them and what they enjoy the most. I'm going to do my best today to give you a baseline, generalized, simple way to figure out your food, which I think works almost for everybody. And it's my opinion on, I think, what works best for the majority of people. So with that being said, I think carbs, fats, and proteins are a must. You need all of them. All of them are digestible. Your body can function with all of them. And I think you feel better with a baseline and a balance of all of them. So let's start with protein sources, okay? I think protein is a thing that you need. You need it to build muscle. You need to repair skin. You need organ repair. Everything in your body, protein is to help the building blocks of specifically and importantly, all your muscles, including your heart and everything else. So if you're not getting enough protein, uh, you're going to be lacking. You're not going to recover properly. And I think that's going to be a major problem, especially if we're talking about working out and putting a lot of tax and stress on the body from working out. Now, That being said, there's different protein sources that everyone can eat. I'm going to list a few of them here that I think are a good way to go about it. I'm a high person believing, high believer of eating meat. I think the problem with society is that it's not organic or grass fed. So it's a lot of pesticides, chemicals, hormone added and low quality meat in general is what the majority of people are eating. So I live on a weekly, you know, I spend about 80 bucks a week on food. And I eat organic uh, when it comes to my dairies, my protein sources, so such as meats, uh, eggs. I do drink milk sometimes here and there and, you know, yogurts, different things like that. So here are some different proteins that I think, you know, it will give you an idea of what you can eat. I'm going to list this off real quick, but I think the majority of people are struggling with figuring out what proteins to eat. And here's a different version, whether you want meats, whether you want to go more vegan based, just some things that I'd recommend you looking into. And so we got turkey breast, chicken breast, ground beef. I'd recommend going 93.7. I would also look at steaks, go with more of those leaner steaks. That's the best way you want to go about it. So then also you want to look at uh, salmon. Salmon's great. Tuna, uh, eggs. With that being said on the eggs, I want to make sure that we're eating the egg yolk. Uh, unless you're in extreme caloric deficit, bodybuilding S type stuff, even then you can be eating the eggs. The fats are a beneficial piece of the egg. There's also a protein in the egg, uh, the yolk. Uh, don't worry about the saturated fat. Don't worry about the cholesterol. It's a temporarily spike in the bloodstream. Your body is going to be fine and you're not going to die of a heart attack because you ate some eggs. I promise you that. Um, you know, it won't be the eggs that are going to get you. So that being said, also cottage trees, Greek yogurt, uh, whey protein powder. You can do an isolate, but I'm a believer of like a, a, a fresh natural whey uh, protein powder. 
there is more, I believe, I could be wrong on this, I believe the leucine valine and isoleucine is higher. Um, and there's more amino acids in a whey protein. So I recommend that. If you're more of a vegan, looking at those lentils, the beans, chickpeas, different things along those lines are going to be important to getting your protein up. If you are an, uh, a vegan, those are proteins you need to eat. So I think that is a big part of it. So those are some proteins, I believe. And if you are a bread person and you're trying to cut back on carbohydrates a little bit and you want to get your protein intake higher, look at P28 bagels. They're 28 grams of protein and like 20 carbohydrates where a normal bagel has like 50 carbohydrates and like four grams of protein. So it's a really cool bagel. You can get them at Wegmans, more of a natural store, or you can Google them. Uh, you should find them on some type of website. I'm trying to think, you know, you can go to p28.com and get those, but a really cool snack, throw a little bit of butter, or cream cheese, something on that, uh, and a great snack on the fly. And you get the high protein in a bagel and they taste pretty good. So next thing we're going to go into is carbohydrates. Okay. Carbohydrates are needed. They're the energy source. You need them on a daily basis. You will feel better. Energy levels will be higher. Blood sugar will be higher. In, in my experience, if you're a weightlifter, it's an essential um, to have carbohydrates in your diet. I've done the, uh, different types of keto, uh, just to prove a point and experiment. And I, I can say I felt okay at times, but to get enough calories through fat and protein, I did not feel great. I felt like I was filling myself with oils to get enough calories to up to the marker that I need to maintain my body weight. And I did not get the pumps that I normally had. I did not feel as strong and a little more lethargic. So I, I recommend, uh, carbohydrates highly, and if you're going to do carbohydrates, I'm going to break it up into three different portions, okay? I'm going to break it into low-calorie carbohydrates and moderate-calorie carbohydrates and high-calorie car carbohydrates. So the first one is going to go low-calorie. And I what these break into is your uh, basically your vegetables. So if you had a cup of vegetables, it's going to be significantly less than the other type of carbohydrates we're going to be talking about. So a couple of vegetables can range from, you know, five calories, 10 calories, whatever it may be, but it's not that many calories and it's very low density. So you can eat a lot of them and get full a lot easier than eating something else. So some vegetables, broccoli, green beans, asparagus, peas, zucchini, cucumbers, carrots, cauliflower, peppers, spinach, and obviously we can get lettuce, romaine lettuce I eat a lot of. So um, all of those, you can eat a lot of them if you're on a low calorie diet trying to lose weight, but staying in that part that we talked about above your basal metabolic rate. So you're losing it the right way, one to two pounds a week. Um, a lot of vegetables will get you fuller and keep you not from, you know, being hungry down the road if you're trying to lose weight. So what I want to go into next is those medium or moderate carbohydrates. So when you go into those moderate carbohydrates, I think of fruits, more things along those lines. So fruits are moderate, in my terms, moderate carbohydrates. So again, if you use the analogy of a cup, if you have a cup of vegetables, 5, 10 calories, a cup of fruits, you're looking at 15, 20 carbohydrates. Uh, so basically, you're starting to move up higher in carbohydrates for the amount of food you're getting. They're higher in density. Do not worry, though, about the sugar in them. People freak out thinking sugar is a bad thing with fruit. You have fiber in your fruit and null and voids the insulin spike. You're not going to get fat from it and your blood sugars aren't going to drop crazy or spike really high. They're a little bit higher than vegetables because they do have a higher glycemic index load, but the fiber in them null and voids it so you don't have that massive insulin spike and feel you get that high in the low like you would like a candy bar, sweet tarts, something like that. So fruits, I'm going to list some of the fruits, you know, in general, I guess, that uh, I believe, you know, are, are good and some of my favorites. And that's bananas, apples, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, mango, pineapple, watermelon, grapes, oranges, and just in general, all the fruits. So really any fruits. 
And if you're portioning them out correctly and tracking your food, you can throw them into your day and get some carbohydrates in. So the last one I want to go and do is the high density carbohydrates or the high calorie carbohydrates. So now we're talking the heavy ones. So the ones that are the most per cup, if you want to use that terminology. So we're looking at brown rices, white rices, oatmeal, the whole grain pasta, normal pasta. The big difference is, so for example, for a long time, I ate brown rice. A long time, I ate whole grain pasta. I bloated. I felt full, crampy stomach. And I don't know if it was the fiber or the whole grains or what it was. I'm not saying I'm allergic to them or anything like that. But if you're getting really bloated or feel like achy, crampy stomach from eating a high fiber diet or possibly a high grain uh, diet, especially, I, this is where the one time where I'd recommend going to white rice, um, maybe uh, a white pasta and see how it digests with you and see if you feel better. Um, it is a little bit higher calorie, it spikes the insulin a little bit higher, uh, so it doesn't fill you as well as a, as a fiberish whole grain, but that being said, if it feels better on your stomach, that's probably the best way to go about it. You can figure that out. So we got oatmeal, the pastas, the, uh, the whole grain bread. I don't recommend white. White is super processed. Uh, it's very, very filler. Um, I do recommend like Ezekiel bread, if you can do that, or a whole grain or a, a higher br- grain bread because... To me, I've never had issues with it, but it's less processed than a white. So if you can do it and you feel good, it definitely make you fuller and feel better. More nutrients and minerals in that. So uh, red potato, sweet potato. I'm a big red potato guy. I hate sweet potatoes. They just don't taste right to me. I didn't have them growing up. So sweet potato, nah, not happening. White potato, red potato is the way I like to go. That just feels better. And you can get a lot of potato compared to pasta and and when it comes to eating a certain amount of carbohydrates. If you had 100 carbohydrates to eat, if you do that in a, a potato compared to a pasta, you get way more. So definitely check that out. Again, if you're losing weight, if you're gaining weight, you want to go for one of the dense foods. Uh, maybe you, you want the pasta over the potato that day. So last one I want to go, actually two more I'm going to go into is the healthy fats. So healthy fats, everyone needs, helps with hormonal levels, testosterone for men, and make you know hormonal cycles help and f- happen for women. So once you're men, if you're in dieting, if you get too low in your calorie intake, what's going to happen is you're going to lose uh, body fat, your hormonal levels going to drop, testosterone levels going to drop. So it's essential to keep fats in your diet because that's help regulating regulating it the best it possibly can. If you go too low, um, you're going to feel fatigued, sex drive down, lethargic. Females may lose their menstrual cycle and they'll just be feeling even more miserable on that side of it. So definitely keep your fats in your diet. Do not get them too low. And some of the fats I'd recommend doing are almonds, peanuts, walnuts, peanut butter. Do natural peanut butter. Don't get the processed hydrogenated oil peanut butter. Coconut oil, an amazing oil to cook with. Also, you can put it in your coffee, put it in your hair. You can put it everywhere. It's great. Coconut oil is amazing oil. Uh, Make sure when you do get it, though, it's a cold-pressed organic oil. Uh, Extra virgin olive oil, avocado, chia seed, flaxseed, and organic butter. If you can get organic in everything that I'm talking about, um, then not necessarily the grains and things like that, but the meats, the dairies, the, the, you know, whatever you can do for the most part, if you can do it, if you can't pick the meats and the things like that and prioritize the, the eggs and the meats over the chia seeds and the, and the bread and pastas, you know, those things aren't as important uh, compared to the meats and things like that. So the last thing I want to talk about is the, uh, for this part anyway, is the cooking essentials. 
there's some things that I use that I want to give you that help me kind of make things taste good. And I am a guy that loves food. I love cooking food. I'm also a very repetitive eater. So I eat the same thing a lot of times every day and I'll mix and match and get sick of things and go from there. But you want to make sure what you're doing um, is cooking with the right things, not adding extra calories in when not needed. So if you're on a low-calorie diet, you want to try to use nonstick spray. So a virgin olive oil nonstick spray, very low-calorie, almost zero per spray. So Himalayan sea salt is a high 80-mineral sea salt that is um, basically going to benefit you because you're getting those minerals that you wouldn't get in an iodized salt. So recommend that, a few dollars more, but definitely worth it. You're getting those minerals that you're not getting. If you're talking about working out, muscle contractions happen. You need sodium for that to happen. People get so freaked out about sodium and blood pressure and all this stuff. You need sodium to perform, to work out, to hydrate, for the muscles contract. Those are essentials. So Himalayan sea salt, definitely worth looking at. Some type of ground pepper, seasonings like that. An adobo seasoning is what I use. It's kind of a mixed garlic onion seasoning. That is kind of all over the board. You can put on everything, meats, you can put on your um, rices, vegetables, you can kind of throw it across the board and it gives you a lot of that flavor that we're looking for. Now, when it comes to chickens, meats, steaks, I recommend the McCormick seasonings. The McCormick seasonings are really great because they have a lot more spices in them and they're specific to the meats a lot of the time. You can get a barbecue chicken, you can get one for steak, you can get one for ground turkey and all around the board. So definitely check those out, give you more flavoring in your food organic ketchup. Ketchup is high fructose corn syrup, not the greatest. So getting organic ketchup, a dollar more or two more, it's definitely worth it. You're going to get more of an actual tomato in your food more than like hydrogenated or high fructose corn syrup, which is just processed to be. Um, Using garlic powder, if you don't want all the other seasonings, onion powder, mustard is a great one too. Very low calorie. Hot sauce, very low calorie. If you're doing dressings, if you're on a low calorie diet, low fat to the fat free. If you're on, if you need the calories in your diet, do a, um, a full fat, um, maybe vinaigrette or Italian or whatever it may be, but it depends what your goal is with it in general. But again, tracking your food because oils can get very dangerous when it comes to how many calories you're consuming. And you don't want to throw on a crazy amount of weight. So you could be eating five servings of oil and not know it, um, or dressing or whatever it may be. So be careful of that and make sure you're tracking it. So uh, last one, if you're doing protein pancakes, so I haven't talked about this so much, but you can make protein pancakes called Kodak and you can go to Walmart anywhere and pick them up. Um, Instead of using a low calorie dressing, there's a Walden Forms maple syrup that is zero calorie maple syrup. Highly recommend that because you can have those protein pancakes, get the calories, the protein, the carbohydrates from them and also have a dressing that doesn't, or uh, sorry, I keep saying dressing, a maple syrup that has no calories and actually gets the same almost taste as your normal syrup, but you don't have the extra calories added. It's a little bit of artificial sweetener, but again, at the end of the day, it's not a big deal. Most people overhype the artificial sweetener game to the max. It's They think we're all going to get cancer and die. It takes massive amounts of it. So do not stress about having a little bit here and there, a diet soda here and there. I'd rather see someone be not obese and have a diet soda uh, in, in, instead of having massive amounts of sugar in their system and be diabetic. So just be smart about it and pick those right choices. So those are the the fats, carbs, proteins, and seasonings that I'd recommend. Now what I want to do is break it very simple in the aspect of pick your favorites of each, track your food on a daily basis, uh, figure out how much is maintaining your body weight, add more, take away less, boom, there it is, okay? I'm going to break it up a little bit more, but that's all it is. So now you have your food list, you got to figure out how many times a day you're going to be eating. It's just not that difficult. Just 
you know, do you want to eat three times and your goal is to eat 2,000 calories, then do it. If you're four times a day you like eating, then do it. It just and Then you just break up each meal however you like. But just tracking your food is so important. And I think that's the key and people have a, uh, make things more difficult than it is. If you have all the foods in front of you, if I send you, say, a list and you just go up healthy proteins, healthy carbohydrates, and good fats, pick your favorites of all of them and make that the main big portion of your diet. And do not be afraid of, of eat any of them. And if they're processed, eat less. And if they're more natural, eat more. And whatever calorie intake you need to be taking in, that's all you got to do. Now, you can Google an estimated calorie intake and weigh yourself on day one, track your food for a week, weigh yourself on day seven. If you do it at the same time in the morning, empty stomach, and you're about the same, you know that calorie amount is keeping you where it is. If you go into my fitness pal, put in your goal, it'll give you an estimated calorie intake. You don't have to do the math. And then you track your food and see if your weight goes up or down, and then you make very small adjustments week over week. 250 calories. If you're losing weight, keep it the same. If you're losing weight, keep it the same. When you get stuck, either move more or are, or bring your food down a little bit more and then so on and so forth. Eventually, you don't want to get too low. Once you start getting sub 2000, um, female or male, you're starting to get into a point you got to look at, especially male. You got to make sure you're, now you're getting close to basal metabolic rate, which is just becoming a mess and ruining your metabolism. So do not be too aggressive with your food, but make it simple. Put your food in the app, have it estimate your calories, track your food, see if your weight changes. If it doesn't, keep, if it doesn't, adjust. If it does, then good, keep going. And if you just base your diet around all the foods that we're looking at, that's it. Now, it takes some discipline to do this. I recommend at least three weeks of tracking your food, minimum. Realistically, three months would be ideal, but if I can get me three weeks of tracking your food, I think the choices you're making, the portion control sizes you're making is all going to be massive into um, moving forward of, of the choices you make in your life, even if you never track the food again, because you become more aware. The importance of being aware of how much you're eating, and, and I think that's just going to go such a long way. So I hope that helps. I, I don't want to overcomplicate this, but at the end of the day, if you can get a, the, eat good fats, proteins, and carbs, do not avoid any of them and portion them out correctly based on how many calories you need to do what you want to do. Gain weight, lose weight, workout, whatever. That's it. Like, for example, I have a client right now, I'm put, um, putting in about 2,200 calories a day. She's going to try to move up in food, all right? So she hasn't been eating a lot. She's been inconsistent in the gym, and she's a little nervous about increasing her calorie intake. So now we're increasing calorie intake, and we're going to allow her to build muscle. You know, her basil is probably at 1,600, 1,700. So if she's exercising, moving all day, if she's not around 2,200, even then we may need to adjust. She's not going to have any extra calories to build the muscle she wants. That's that basil. Remember, that's just the function optimally daily how much her body needs. If she didn't move, now moving, working, working out, she has to make sure gets enough plus some to build muscle. So that's the important part. Um, if you can Google it, here's what I would do. Google your basal metabolic rate estimated. B-A-S. Basal metabolic rate. That doesn't smell it, but anyway, you know what I'm saying. Basal metabolic rate, look it up, Google it, type in your height, your weight, it'll average it for you. Put your food in my fitness pal, it'll estimate your calories, and just make sure you stay above basal and a decent amount if you're very active, three, four, five hundred calories at least, um, because you do not want to, to get to that point. If you're trying to lose weight, that's a little different. You you can get, you know, a little above it, but you don't want to really come near it. So I always say shoot high. You can always take food away a little bit, 
but do not get too close to that because that'll screw you up. You're not going to build muscle. You're not going to lose weight and you're going to struggle. So I hope that helps you guys. So at the end of the day, the goal in this is to make it simple. Track your food, document your food, have a nice food list, eat protein, fats, and carbs, and just balance everything, all the carbohydrates, fats, and proteins that you enjoy into your diet and eat as many meals as you need. If you like to eat big meals, do two, three big meals. If you like small, do four, five, six small. Whatever you want to do, whatever's convenient to your lifestyle. I like three meals plus a snack. You know, I know some people like four, five, six, two. I have a friend that's doing one meal a day. It's not going to ruin your metabolism. It's not going to screw you up as long as you get the number of calories needed to supply the demand of what you're doing, losing or gaining weight. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that. Please ask me questions. Shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it may be. If you if you do have any questions moving forward and I can continue to cover different topics and hopefully help you. I did have a podcast that was supposed to be up. I apologize um, because yesterday, uh, Saturday, I, was, I did one with my buddy and and in basically we haven't got it up yet because we're having issues with the actual video on the phone so i'm hoping to get that up this week uh i apologize for that that's why there was an eight um eight day delay in between podcasts so moving forward i hope to have that ready for you and keep an eye out for it i also have it i'm hoping i pull together this big podcast this weekend a couple of my good friends um and those will be really really cool to have on the hadge brothers and talk to them about strongmen. They're both, you know, elite strongmen in the sport representing the U.S. and and hope to have that on soon. Okay, so again, have a good night, guys, and I will be talking to you real soon.